So one thing that this launch gave to us is a proof of concept. We really know that we are on to something because we were able to sell those spots out really fast. So in the future, we are looking at obviously launching this again, but also we really know that we have customers that would love to join a higher ticket offer, which would be a mastermind. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. We are coming to you guys with an 11th hour switch of plans because we changed our episode. So today is Monday. It is the day that we launched the first purposeful business and it sold out. It sold out in less than two hours. It was the most exciting thing. We cannot wait to welcome all of our new students into the course. But our episode today had to change a little bit. And we love that because we always want to show up and serve the listeners. And so we think we have an incredible opportunity to do that. So today we are almost doing a live launch debrief so that we can help you guys learn from what we've learned from and help you as you might launch your own business to kind of figure out how this can go for you. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was confidence. So for us, you guys have known we've been wanting to launch this course for a couple months now. We have set our intention, we set our runway, and we were able to hit that. But right before you put something out into the world, you get this feeling in your stomach. You are nervous. I think all of us that are humans have the thought of what if this doesn't go as expected? What if we don't hit our numbers? You know, everything like that. And so what I find to work really well and what I tried to bring to the team is these mantras that I have in my head. I say them to myself all the time. So when those waves of like, what if this doesn't work come out, I have something to greet it. I have something to disarm it. I have something to calm and ground myself. So when Kat, Abby and I were talking before the launch, you know, I would say things like, you guys, we are worthy no matter what. If five people sign up, we still know that we have an amazing product and we're only going to grow it from here. So as a group, we were fully prepared for whatever was going to happen. And towards the end, right before we pressed to launch, it was like we really cultivated this confidence and we imagined abundance. Like I just kept imagining the course filling up. I kept imagining the students that would be in it and ready to learn from us and ready to take their business to the next level. So when you're doing something scary and maybe for you, you guys, that's posting on social media, like that's making 
uh, Instagram post. That truly can be scary when you're first starting. So it's like you're going to want to cultivate that mantra, whatever speaks to you of like, I am worthy, even if this gets 11 likes. Know that you are worthy no matter how it goes. So now I'm going to have Kat talk about the reason we decided to cap our first cohort at 25. Yeah. So we got a lot of questions about why are you capping it or what's like the strategy behind that? And it was really for a few things. Obviously it creates urgency, which is in general, just a marketing strategy, right? And so I truly feel like it created some positive urgency to get people to make a decision. And that's all urgency does. We just want you to decide if this is for you or if it's not. And those types of opportunities create that, like whether it's the cart close or a bonus expiring or a cap that helps create that decision to be formed. And then for us too, this is the first time we're launching this product. So as Amy said, we're so confident with it. It's like our life's work and we're so proud of it, but we're still validating this offer. So we want to make sure that this first class who comes through has the best experience possible and has our full attention and we can tweak the course if we need to, and just show up for them in a really big way. And to do that, we knew that we had to have a limited amount of students so that we could pour into them. And so I have to say, I've run many launches and I ran this launch early 2021 and you guys, it hit $2 million within a week. It was incredible. But the person who ran this launch had no foundations in their business to bring that many students in their business. And I'm not even kidding. Within the first week, people were having like a horrendous experience with the fulfillment portion of their business with their experience in the program. They weren't getting the modules that they needed. They weren't getting the customer support. The Facebook group was out of control, like all of these pieces. And so I knew to have a cap in this business, we need to make sure that we have the strongest foundation and the strongest systems. You know, that's me like behind the scenes, strongest systems that we can sustain growth. And we're in this business long-term. And so that foundation is really important to build. And I think that's an important thing to think about too, is like, sure, maybe we could have opened up the doors and got more students in, but there's so many reasons why we didn't. And we're still super proud of it. I mean, we set a goal of 25 members. We sold out. That means our first launch was around $19,000. So we are operating in the black. Now we're out of the red. And sure, there's that thought that's like, oh, maybe we could have made more. But I feel so confident that the cap is going to support our students to have the best experience and for us to just build this really strong business. Well, we all do. And that was one of the big reasons is that we want to lead with our values and having too many people join in all at once and then not knowing what to do or just as far as that fulfillment side, that's not how we want to run our business. So that's always been important to us and always will be. And Kat, you mentioned something there with bonuses expiring and how that can also create urgency. You guys, we have... (laughs) Kat, I think you created what, nine sales emails for this entire week. And we're not going to be able to use any besides the first two. And part of my brain, not that I'm negative Nancy with this, because I'm a very positive person, but I'm like, oh my gosh, we put so much work into all of these emails and these social graphics and these videos that we had pre-recorded. And now we're not going to use them. But as a reframe, we are going to be able to use them and they'll be even better the next time that we launch. We've put the effort, we put the energy in now and that's just not going to waste. We're going to be able to modify it and tweak it and make the message even better for the next time that we launch, which is hopefully soon. So make sure that you guys are listening for the next time that we get launched and the cart open. 
kind of to add on to this, when we were thinking about how do we want to do the course itself? How do we want to do the launch runway? You guys, we are three adult learners. We have taken the courses. We have been through the programs. We have learned through other programs like this. And we know the ways that we like to learn. Three individuals with very different personality types. We know what a user likes to have. And we also know the ways that we can be different and not do it just like how everyone else is doing. And we definitely leaned into that, not only with the launch, but how the entire course is going to go. I just feel so good about it. We keep on talking about how good we feel about it. We did take some time today just to celebrate. And I think that's a very important part of your business strategy as well, is not always having to go on to the next thing. But this morning, we got on a Zoom call. We sat down and we just celebrated. We talked about what went well, the things that we were really excited about, where we put our time and energy that we were happy with. And that was also one of the big reasons why we are re-recording this episode right now, because the episode that you would have had would have not been the right one. But kind of to add on to this, I was talking with Colin last night and I felt so good about this. And he definitely brought in a practical spirit of, okay, Abby, like you're talking to business women. Like if you guys don't have a whole bunch of people join right at 8 a.m., like don't get nervous because they might be in an 8 a.m. meeting or it's a higher ticket offer. And this is the first time you've had this type of a high ticket offer. Like, don't be worried if it takes a little bit or if you don't completely sell out. So it was good just to have both of the personalities and just both of the perceptions, I guess, with this piece of it so that we weren't just always walking on cloud nine, but we're able to kind of look at all the different pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. And we've discussed in the past how our partners, so Colin, Drew, and Sam, they are so great because they are so supportive. But especially Drew and Colin can kind of bring that practicality. One example is Drew asked me, Amy, what if you guys don't sell out? Like you put that 25 number in there, say you only sell 15. And then there's people in there and they're thinking, wait, why did I sign up? It doesn't seem as appealing if you don't hit that number once you've been so open about it. So I brought that to the group. I think one thing when you have a partner or you have people you talk in business with, it's easy to get offended by things like that and be like, don't kill my vibe. Like I'm trying to launch. (laughs) But it's smarter to say, wait, you guys, how would we deal with that? So you know, that was last week, but we had that conversation and I loved how Kat answered right away. And she said, transparency, period, transparency. If we would have sold five or 10, we would have been open with you guys. We would have shared those numbers, you know, and if we sold 25, like we did, we're able to celebrate with you guys and you're able to hold space for that win. So knowing what we know is that this business is always going to make decisions based on our values and being transparent and open and honest. And as three business owners that have other businesses, we understand not everything is a hit. And so you're going to have those moments where if this wouldn't have gone as well as it did, then we know that we have to adjust some of our strategy. What can we learn from that not going as well? So Kat, I want to shift over to you and have you talk about something that we talked about on our call when we were celebrating about how the sales really happen before that cart opens. Yeah. One of like the biggest mistakes I see with online entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in general is that they think the sale happens like because someone hits the sales page, right? And the sales page is important to put time and energy, but the sale happens so much further before that. 
I mean, I think this is proven the fact that we sold out in two hours, less than two hours is that by the time someone hit the sales page, they weren't even reading it. They just knew they wanted to learn and be supported by the three of us. And that's why the importance of the runway is there. It is so important to really show up with integrity, to show up in your values, to work on your messaging. And I think one of the biggest pieces with our messaging that really helped lead to a successful launch too, was also our behind the scenes episodes that we had. We released three different stories of three different women of us founders going into this launch. And that was a really powerful runway strategy because that's what makes our business different is the fact that you're learning from three different women. And so in one of our stories, you're going to connect with one piece of that. So yeah, I truly feel like the sale, it happens months, weeks, whatever, before you even open cart. You know what? It kind of reminds me of a relationship. Like if I had seen Drew and from day one, I was like, I'm going to marry that man. I know that does happen. <laughs> it's like, I'm questioning that a little bit because I feel like you really have to get to know someone to make that investment of like, yes, I pick you. And that's how it is with our business. Especially one thing we discussed is we had a higher ticket offer. It was $747 to join this first group. So we knew from the start, we wanted to be upfront because I don't think that today would have gone as well if that price was a surprise. So if they had gone in, they had no idea what it was going to be and 747 comes up. But if you give them time to consider that, time to think about it and time to make their decision, it was over the course of probably several episodes, you know, several things we said on Instagram, like whatever it was for them, it wasn't one thing. It was like the building of this relationship. And I feel like that's like an old, I'm just going to use this phrase, bro marketer strategy, where it's like something's coming and I'm not going to tell you anything about it. And I'm just going to keep marketing this surprise. And like people don't want that. They want to know what is the offer that's coming? What is the price that's coming? And I just feel like we really did do a good job just being very transparent. And that's the type of community that we're building is one that's founded on that. And I truly think that that helped with our launch. And when we think about our community too, you are calculated women who are running businesses. You're not just flying by the seat of your pants and just making decisions haphazardly. So we wanted to give you all the information that you could have when making that decision too. So think about your avatar when you're launching and Kat will have more episodes on launching specifically and definitely go into a lot of those details in the course, but just figure out your plan ahead of time and then be able to execute on it well. Some things that we did really well with the launch is that for starters, we keep on talking about how we have three of us. You can also use these strategies if you have a solo run business. So one of the things that we did was we really leaned into our strengths. So where can Amy really show her strengths? Where can Kat really lean into what she's doing? Where can I do the same thing? And also knowing where our weaknesses are. For instance, I'm the type of person who I can't sleep the night before launch. I get a whole bunch of anxiety. So being able to hand that off to Kat, who loves that launch portion of it and loves being able to be in charge of those last minute details, it really worked out well. So if you're by yourself, the biggest key here is to try to focus in. So are we each individually focused on different tasks? 
you focus on one task and then carry it out really well. That bouncing around of tasks and ideas, it's not only inefficient, but it also doesn't give you the best output for what you can do. And I say this over and over again, especially when I'm cleaning the house or doing something where you can see a whole bunch of tasks being done at one time with laundry and dishes and picking up toys, being 80% done with all the things that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to just be partially done with everything. So focus in, get something finished, and then move on to the next task, silo it out. And that will be one of the best ways that you can really get done and get started first of all, and then get done with a lot of those tasks. And that's really how we developed our workbook. So for the students, we will be sending you a workbook and that will keep you really on task because you're going to do one module at a time and you're going to finish those things before moving on to the next. So one thing that this launch gave to us is a proof of concept. We really know that we are on to something because we were able to sell those spots out really fast. So in the future, we are looking at obviously launching this again, but also we really know that we have customers that would love to join a higher ticket offer, which would be a mastermind. So what we want to do with this episode is make it so usable for you guys that we want to give an example of a business that's different than ours and how we're going to look at her business as someone that did join into our first course. Yeah. So we're going to dive into just talking about, and this is a surprise if you're listening to it, Cassie, her business. So she is the caffeinated clean and she was on our podcast actually. So you can go back and listen to that episode, but her business could have multiple different angles. So as Amy said, we've talked about what a course-based business looks like, what our Ascension model looks like, but for her business, it starts as a service-based business, which is an amazing opportunity for her to connect one-on-one with clients, to create content, all of the things that you get to have direct access to your customer. However, we want to see her have multiple revenue streams in her business. So that means that there's opportunity to add on things that are going to be scalable because her time is not going to be scalable. So either she's going to look at a service-based business and say, I'm going to hire out a bunch of other people to come and support me. So I step into a different seat so that we can you know, support more homes across the country. Or I'm going to create something, for example, like a digital offer, which is really what we teach inside of Purposeful Business. I'm going to create a digital offer that's scalable. So you know that could look like a digital course or a PDF. And for us, the work that we're going to do inside of this program with her is let's get really clear on who your ideal avatar is that you're going to be selling that to. And then let's find the perfect offer for them based on who they are, what type of content they need to consume to have the best results. So we're going to dive into all of that in the program. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about her this past week and we knew she was really excited and that she was going to sign up. Abby was over at my house and I'm sure a lot of you have the same problem. We were talking about how the mail comes into our house, but then we also have all of this kindergarten news and projects and books and library books into our house too. And there's really been a dumping ground that's right next to our refrigerator in between the stove and the refrigerator of just a pile of stuff. And this is 
the worst system. Like we are definitely going to miss sending a school project back, doing something because our system is bad. So one idea that I would have for Cassie is that she would create a system that she could easily teach people. And maybe this is a very small offer, but it's something that gets people really interested in her business. So if she could tell me exactly how to handle my mail, handle kid projects, handle everything... And then also what we were talking about is make sure that she is linking everything that she talks about inside of like an Amazon storefront. So if you're promoting a product, even if you have a smaller audience, using an affiliate link so that you're making a commission is so smart. In our business, we believe in multiple revenue streams. Every healthy business should have multiple revenue streams. It's easy to think when you're little, oh, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, 10 people are going to buy. Who cares? That is money inside of your door. I'm always going to take that. So ideas like that, where we could help Cassie get in position where she knows her small offer, and then we can decide on bigger offers depending on what her ideal avatar is and really help her business get into a very healthy place where it is making money in multiple different ways, as well as serving her audience. We also had some ideas on her marketing that we came up with just brainstorming the three of us of like, okay, what could her challenges look like? One thing, Kat, I think that you could add is recently she's done a challenge and we just have a bunch of ideas on how she could use her leads that she's generating from that challenge better. Yeah. Like I feel like when we work with her, we could really tighten up the challenge. Like the cool thing about nutrition, fitness, and even cleaning industries is there's this kind of direct transformation when you make a change. And so I love that she has picked a challenge. She just did this recently and that's a great business model for her, but what is she doing with those leads and where are they going? So after she's served her little heart out, what she's been doing for the past month or so with this challenge, what is the offer that you are now inviting them to? How are you capitalizing on the excitement and the work that you've put in to, you know, really grow your business? And then with that as well, right now she's been running the challenge on her Instagram, which I love, but there's no exclusive component to it. So I would have really had them opt into, you know, a private portal, whether that's a Facebook group or something like that, that makes it more exclusive. And then she'd also be able to collect email addresses and things like that to just really start building her business. Yeah. So what we see a lot is that people serve, serve, serve on Instagram. And that is great. There's an entire module about Instagram. We believe in it for sure. But also as a business owner, you have to make sure that you are serving your business when you're on Instagram and you're not just serving Instagram when you're on Instagram. So you guys have seen us up to this point. We have been focusing really on our marketing and getting people into this course. But something that all three of us are so passionate about is now fulfilling our promise. Kat, I want you to talk a little bit about what you have seen in your experience in coaching. Yeah, it's interesting. The online business world... So many people are amazing marketers. You know, they're really good at getting people in the door and then they suck at fulfillment. They have these people who come into the program who know, like, and trust them. And that trust is immediately broken when they have a negative experience with the actual transformation with the program, with how much the coaches or whoever's leading the program shows up for them. And maybe it's in a way that wasn't marketed or transparent about how much access you would get to that person. There's so many pieces where 
fulfillment just goes awry because it's not like the sexy part of the business, but it is the business. And for us, we knew we wanted to pour into fulfillment because that is the soul of our business is how we can really support people to have these amazing transformations in their lives and businesses. And so we are really putting a lot of energy right now into our beta program in this course so that they can have this amazing experience and we can be there for them and pivot where we need to based on their needs. I'm loving this. And just the buzz of excitement that we've had in DMs and our emails and conversations through text messages. This feels so good. And we are so looking forward to all of the new members who have joined the very first launch of the Purposeful Business. And as Amy, she's the queen of pivots. I am not so good at pivots, as you know, but sometimes we got to change. Sometimes we got to mold. Sometimes we have to bend. And this was one of those episodes where we definitely made a last minute change and are serving you guys, hopefully in the best of ways. So if you did not get in on this beta launch, but you're interested, you can sign up for the waitlist, and that will give you access to the first emails when the cart opens the very next time. So we'll make sure to include that in our notes section and we can't wait to get started with all of you. 